This Week in Wealth is powered by Alpha Wealth Group. If you're serious about retirement and have saved $250,000 or more, call Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino now, 630-934-1855 or alphawealthgroup.com. Alpha Wealth Group, retirement made simple. This episode of This Week in Wealth is sponsored by Alpha Wealth Group. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered advisor, WGN Radio, and RWA are not affiliated. Here's WGN Radio's Elise Glink and Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino. Good morning, Chicago. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink of thinklink.com at bestmoneymoves.com, my financial wellness company. And I'm Tom Fortino, the uh, president and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group right here in the Chicagoland area. So Tom has a free income planning package for retirement, and this is a must-have. And if you've got questions about your estate, questions about how to plan all of your things for retirement, or if you just want to ask Tom a question, give him a call, 630-934-1855, or go to alphawealthgroup.com and be sure to ask for his free package that will help you plan out your retirement. So speaking of retirement planning, Tom, I read an article that talked about the oh crap moments of mm-hmm. retirement okay. planning. Those, you know, weird life events that suddenly mm-hmm. derail even the best of planning. But, you know, it made me think about what might be some of those events that have brought people into your office. Because that's generally when we head for mm-hmm. the hills or to the nearest, you know, financial planner we can find. What are some of these kind of oh crap moments that your clients have come across and how have you helped them head it off uh, or at least ameliorate some of the worst of it with better planning? You know, that's such an interesting question, Elise, because there's these unforeseen events and the things that are really not the most exciting, you know, when we're buying stocks and we're investing and we're growing our assets and we're doing these things, that's a little more exciting than saying, okay, and sometimes I call them the what ifs. What happens if there's a long-term illness? What happens if a spouse passes away? You know, these events that can occur, that can really disrupt our plan. I call it, uh, you know, this is why when we talk about the five pillars to your plan, you know, the income planning, the tax planning, the investment planning, one of them is asset protection. You're an asset. How do you protect it? So, for example, in just one example, if a spouse passes away, and I had this conversation, which I'll mention in a second with a client asked me about mm-hmm. this, but if I, keep in mind, when we talk about your plan, you say, great, I have income, great, I have a good investment plan, but what happens if a spouse passes away? Well, we know if Social Security goes away, if they're working and income goes away, a pension can be reduced. You may go into a higher tax bracket because you're filing individually. So how is that going to impact our plan, right? And so this is important. You know, let's say a long-term illness. If someone is, again, these are not pleasant things to talk about, but what happens to the plan? Uh, you know, I saw this, this study, uh, Health and Human Services came out and said, you know, by 2034, they're saying the cost will be 72000 a year. And it could definitely be higher depending on the, the individual uh, situation or where you live. And around 70% of all Americans age 65 and older will need some type of long-term care. Again, not a pleasant discussion when you're talking no. about your retirement plan. but. If I said to you, okay, if you have to come out of pocket sixty or seventy thousand a year, is that a problem? And if the right. answer is yes, maybe we need to look at some of these things again. So there's these 
uh, you referenced the oh crap moments. And well, again, the actual, actually, the article that I saw used a different word, but I can't use it on a family-friendly station. <laughs> I figured, yes. That, <laughs> I would agree but with it, that. But there's other stuff that's happening as well. So we're starting to see a gray divorce tsunami. People who are divorcing after 30, 40, 50 years of marriage. And if you're in your 40s and you've put together a retirement plan, an asset plan, an income in retirement plan, and all of these things, and suddenly, you know, your spouse of 40 years walks in and says, I'm done, it, it really can cause all kinds of other hit issues, right? I mean, this is where, you know, women, and I just speak for women, because, you know, as a 50-something-year-old woman, I've, I've thought about uh, not a great divorce. I don't feel worried about that, but I worry about like what could cause, mm-hmm. you know, untimely death of my beloved husband. You know, what could cause, you know, this kind of consternation. But great divorce is a real issue, and mm-hmm. it's and it's growing. Are you seeing that with your planning uh, as well, and with your clients? You know, I, I I know about it, and I, you know, you bring this up because you hear about these statistics and you see what's happening. I have not come across this a whole lot. It's once in a while I, I do uh, do come across this. I have, I've seen it, of course. And this, I guess, is maybe, and you, I don't know if you'd agree with me on this, Elise, but you know, maybe this is that call to action to say, not not suggesting anyone's in trouble in this situation, but where you should be involved. And we talk about having financial organization as being one of the biggest obstacles to financial success. And I think everyone out there really needs to take the time whether or not, again, your situation. And as I just sat down with my wife this week, and I said, you know, we do this. We plan it out every year, a couple times a week. Let's just go through everything. Really, I would say for anybody out there, say, take this time. If nothing, if you come away with nothing from today's show, say, I'm going to sit down with my spouse. We're going to go through everything, or I'm going to go through everything, understand what I have, where the income's coming from, you know, how things are set up. And, and then this uncertainty, we don't need, we have enough uncertainty that we don't need, need an uncertainty in our financial plan and our financial matters. Yeah. I want to just, you know, explain to people again, things change literally in a second. Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law was chasing the cat, fell about six or eight weeks ago, broke her femur, which is a terrible break. Um, was on the floor for 30 minutes. Her assistant finally came in, her helper. They called the ambulance. She's never been back to her apartment. They just sold it. Like, it's wow. been eight weeks. She's yeah. never going back to that place. My um, a, a cousin's, uh, well, I guess he's like a brother-in-law, uh, through marriage, mm-hmm. his mother, same thing. She's 90, was flying all over the country, visiting grandchildren, doing a million things, her charity work, boom, fell you know, now in rehab. So life changes in just a moment. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to think about what happens when that happens. How are you going to pay for it? And I know that they said the average is like 70,000, but I got to tell you, Mm -hmm. the numbers I hear in a major metropolitan area, (laughs) far higher than that. I I mean, 70,000 is going to get you anywhere in Chicago. It's more like 120,000 that might get you really, really good care. And you just, you just have to plan for this. So if you have issues with your planning, give Tom a call, 630-934-1855. This is what he does. He'll go through your five different pieces of retirement planning. There's income planning, estate planning, asset planning, investment planning. What am I missing, Tom? 
we income planning, tax, investment, tax. asset protection, and, and estate how, and legacy. How could I miss tax this past <laughs> week was tax day? You're trying to get it out of your mind, and I get it. God, Let's yes. Just, I can't, you know, you got to take a rest from it for a little while. <laughs> I think that's true. Uh, All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, um, mortgage interest rates topped Five percent. Actually, they're even higher than that. It's five point two was what I saw this week, and they're going higher. It's having a dramatic impact in the the housing market. We're going to talk about how you need to think about this when it comes to retirement. You know, whether you're thinking about buying a home, a different home, selling your home, where you're going to move because rents are rising too. So give us a call if you've got your question, 630-934-1855 and stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. Hey, welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink, CEO of Best Money Moves, and I'm here with Tom Fortino, the founder of Alpha Wealth Group, and we are talking about your money, specifically your money in retirement. You can give us a call, 630-934-1855, or you can go to alphawealthgroup.com, and don't forget to ask for your free estate and retirement planning packet, all the five pieces that you need to have. Uh, is your planning for retirement, tax planning, estate planning, income planning, asset planning, and investment planning. So, Tom, mortgage interest rates topped basically five and a quarter percent. A year ago, it was 3.2% for a 30-year fixed rate loan. Now we're over 5.2%. Inflation edged even higher. We're closing in on 9% on an annualized basis. This is frightening. You know, for most Americans, their house is their largest part of their net worth, and it's getting bigger with the jumps in net uh, value that people are seeing. Mm -hmm. But that's only going to help you so much in retirement, right? Even if you get your house paid off, you're still going to have taxes on it, insurance on it. And then what if it's too big and you're thinking you're going to downsize? So, Tom, how do you help people think through all these different parts of their net worth? And this question of, you know, should you pay down your house first, keep saving cash for retirement? And for your clients who are within maybe 10 to 15 years of retirement, how do you help them think about where to put that first dollar? Like, especially if they're trying to send kids to college at exactly the same time they should be saving for retirement. Well, you know, there's a number of moving parts there, at least as far as, you know, where you put the first dollar. I'll start with that, you know. It's an old adage, and I still, you know, it's just pay yourself first. So that's really what we have to do. Then from there, you can start to say, okay, now where do the other dollars go? I've taken that, you know, check the box, it's done. I'm either contributed to a plan or something because ultimately, especially when you talk about children, I always say, look, your mortality is a lot less than theirs. I know it's, it's t- you know, we want to help them out. But you always, you know, that's the priority, and so that's really where you want to want to start as far as where that first dollar goes. Beyond that, as far as the mortgages and paying them down, one comment I'll make here, which I don't want to, you know, it's not pleasant when you you've seen mortgage rates go up, if, especially if you're looking to purchase. But this interest rate rise is actually ultimately, I think, a good thing. It's going to normalize some things. It's just been too long that we've been because if you think about it, savers have been penalized, and I see oh, this yeah. all the time. And it's it's almost disheartening in a way because, especially those people that are earning their fixed incomes or really have to be you know try to protect some of their principal, where do they go? 
right? And so oh, yeah, it, they've been no punished for 10, 12, 13 years. It's, it's, we have to get to some normalization here. So I just, that's just an aside. Well, I think you might agree uh, with that. What's normal? I do agree with a lot of it. it. And savers have been punished. You know, people who are buying bonds, bonds have been a terrible investment for mm-hmm. a long time. We've talked about that before. You know, there really hasn't been a place to go if you have cash mm-hmm. and you want to earn anything. In fact, there's a website that's done very well called Max My Interest, which basically will automatically move cash into the top most, you know, whatever account online mm-hmm. is paying the most, and they'll just kind of move your cash around to maximize your interest on it. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really get you much, right? So you get 1% or yeah. half a percent instead of an eighth of a percent. <laughs> it's not, you can't really live on that. Yeah, it's not. And I'm hoping there's going to be some discomfort, just like anything, when you start to adjust. So I'm hoping over time, again, we can move on from, but just as a side, this could be a positive thing longer term. In the meantime, could it cause some um, some problems, if you want to call it that? In the Yeah, it could. As, as it relates to your home and your mortgages, it, it really comes down for a lot of people this is a tough one, right? I always say it's cash flow. If you can pay your mortgage, there's a financial answer to this and there's an emotional answer, right? I'm sure you've come across this too, Elise, where someone Mm -hmm. says, I just, I got to get my house paid off. I mean, that's my goal. It's my biggest thing. You know, I, you know, I want to do that. And so I always applaud that. It's a great thing. If you can do that. Sleeping at night is good, right? I mean, if it helps you sleep at night, I mean, it's harder and harder to sleep at night with everything going on in the world. So, I always I say if that, if that helps, you know, go for it. And getting rid of that debt is, is a good thing. So it's a, it's, it's, there's some general answers to this. But typically, if you have a very low mortgage rate and your cash flow, again, is there, you know, it's do I keep the money in my pocket, in my back pocket, in my, in my investments where it's available to me, or do I turn around and give it to the bank? Where now I, I now it's in a liquid asset again. I'm not. I'm just kind of trying to provide some perspective to this. So it's not necessarily from a dollars and cents move the best idea to pay down, especially if you're trying to pull money. I've had some people come and say, "Well, I'm going to take this out of my IRA." Well, every penny's taxable. You may have to, you know, take pay thirty percent to take that money out to pay down the mortgage. That typically doesn't make sense. So what I would say is you can make those extra payments and do some things to accelerate. And you can contact the mortgage companies. They're very helpful in many ways to, to, to run the numbers. Hey, I'm gonna, I want to make uh, two extra payments a year or three extra. You, it's really interesting how that really will, will shrink that, that term of the mortgage. So there's ways to approach this and it's analyze your situation and figure out what's best for you. Yeah, I think that's, um, that's great advice, of course. And, you know, when you're, the problem that we're seeing, Tom, and I think it's sort of a larger, larger issue that, uh, parents today, you know, have to be a little more conscious of. So it's it's what I call the time shifting of American society. You've got people who, when I started writing about real estate, the average age of buying a house was 26. Today, it's 34. Mm-hmm. Um, used to be people got married in their 20s. Now they're getting married in their 30s, and they're having their first kid around 33, 34, and their last kid in their 40s. Okay, mm-hmm. well, now by the time your kids are done with college, you're in your mid sixties. If you have a kid at forty, your kid is you're going to be in your sixties by the time you're done paying for college. Mm-hmm. And with the parent plus loans, how expensive this has all gotten. You're at the time when you should be most focused on retirement. In my mind, f- mm-hmm. from age forty five say to sixty, 
you're paying college tuition. Mm-hmm. And that's a, you know, that and a mortgage, a really big mortgage right now, that's a really big stretch for a lot of people, even if incomes are going up, don't you think? It is. And that's why, you know, it's tough. And I'm not saying these are easy decisions to make, but you really need to understand, again, what do you need? That's the priority. And then, you know, to the extent you can try to fund some of these things, either through a 529 or whatever there might be to provide some some investments or some funding for for college, that's fine. And this is all part of being organized, too. We talk about understanding your budget, understanding where your expenses are. I think most of us, especially while we're working, are not really sure where the dollars are going. And this is not a criticism. Again, I sat down the other day. You've got a, you know, my wife and I we went through her and updated our budget. You got landscaping, you got the security system, you've got cable, you've got, I mean, your property taxes. You're, you start adding all these things up, and all of a sudden you're, you know, approaching ten thousand a month. It's like, where did this all happen? And it's like, what about that other service? Oh yeah, I pay for that. Oh, the gym, by the way, pay for the gym. Oh yeah, it's another eighty dollars, hundred dollars a month, and it's just all of a sudden it starts adding up. So. Again, I come back to this starting point of really knowing where everything's going, and that's why you know these are worksheets, and I would offer them to anybody, the budget worksheet of the asset organizers. This is really a great place to get started. Big picture, whether it's college funding, the mortgage, paying for another home, you could really start to know where you're at. And so this is where I would tell most people to start, and this is going to help in your whole decision process. Yeah, and you know your tax return is a really good place to start. I know we said you know last segment that we weren't going to think about taxes for a while, but so Sam handed me our you know taxes. He does them on TurboTax every year, and he always wants me to just to ask any question you have. And I started going through it, and I circle you know in a red because he hands me a copy. We do it electronically, but he prints it out so I can go through it, Mm -hmm. and. You know, I had a bunch of different circles um, around numbers that just didn't make any sense to me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, what's this $900 here? And what's this $4,000 here? And what's, you know, okay, we have some K-1s for investments that we've made, mm-hmm. some making money, some losing money. What is this number here? What is this number here? How come we don't show this number? And, you know, there were some things that he was like, oh, yeah, I, I named that the wrong name. And I did this the wrong, you know, yep. And that, and he explained some other things. These are. This is a great way to have this conversation. There are too many people who hand over their taxes to the tax planning person, or one person's doing it, and the other one just blindly signs their name. Mm-hmm. Use this as a conversation starter. If you don't know how the numbers flow, talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. where do these numbers come from, and how do you think about them? I agree, and you know, I mean, just one example. If you take a look at, I think it's line fifteen. It depends on the form, but that's your taxable income. You're not taxed on your gross. You're taxed on your taxable. So, there's so much information yeah, that comes off of that. You should know. It's uh, we've said it before. As much as you can know your numbers, there's a difference between tax planning and tax preparation. All right. Well, we are out of time, but I want to encourage everybody listening. Give Tom a call. Ask for the free retirement planner, 630-934-1855. It's got the income planning package, the estate planning, how to think it through, asset planning, investment planning, and my personal favorite, tax planning. All of it for you, free. Just give a call to Tom, 630-934-1855, or go to alphawealthgroup.com. Tom, uh, thanks for the time today, as always. Thank it's you. Uh, It's a lot of fun. And um, meet you back here next week. I will. See you. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody.
We hope you enjoy this. Uh, you can go online to WGNRadio.com and find all of the editions of This Week in Wealth. We'll talk to you again next week on 720 WGN. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Advisor. Alpha Wealth Group, WGN, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Insurance and annuities offered through Alpha Wealth Group, licensed in Illinois.